Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, the Mavs have flipped the script on San Antonio from down 15 to in front by 14. And darting oh, in the wow. paint. Spectacular! Stop it. Stop it, Kai. Kyrie took over this game. Bally with the call. They withstand the star from Wemby, and they win their sixth straight game tied for the most recent winning streak in the NBA. The Celtics have six. The Mavericks have six. This is Sean, RJ, and Bobby. What are you laughing at? I just, I like that. I think that needs to be a drop. The Devin Harris, stop it. Stop it, Kai. Stop it, Kai. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Kyrie Irving was spectacular. Right hand, left hand, threes. Runners, layups, over Wemby, around mm-hmm. Wemby, it did not matter. So uh, that, that was Kyrie and the New Look Mavericks. It's been a disappointment for P.J. Washington. Double-double for Daniel Gafford, but P.J. Washington has been struggling from the field. Offensively, defensively in the second half, he was pretty good. And, and he had some uh, good possessions against Wembenyama, helped slow him down, so... I mean, I understand that people are going to want more offensively, but that, that's where he was always going to be better than Grant Williams was that even when the shot isn't falling necessarily, he was going to give you more defensively than Grant Williams had. Grant Williams had become just a complete black hole, a complete void on both sides of the floor, and you needed a reset there. So you want to see him be more efficient offensively, but at least he gave you something on defense. I love this tweet that came out yesterday, and it helps you make a better decision about the MVP. Total missed games by each starter on MVP candidate teams. Denver with Joker, 25 missed games by the other starters. Shy, Shay, SGA, mm. nine. The rest mm. of the OKC starters around Alexander have only missed nine games. Giannis, 22. Luca. 67 games missed from the rest of the starting lineup. Kyrie has missed 22. Exum, where has he gone, has missed 22. Uh, Jones has missed five. Lively has missed 18. So Luka Doncic doing this. Mavs a playoff team with by far the most games missed by his other four players. You know, I do wonder, um, was it last year or maybe the year before where Utah had a really nice start of the season and we knew they were going to get bounced? Last yeah. year. It was last year. And it was like, we can't figure this out. It was like, oh, all their starters are playing every game and they're actually trying. And I wonder with like an Oklahoma City, like you mentioned, like they're not having most of their guys miss really any games. 
when you get to the playoffs and everybody's playing every night, does that level the playing field and that make them like more vulnerable to an early exit? Because they're not getting the advantage of like basically they're playing all their guys every single night, whereas the other team finally is like, oh yeah, oh Kawhi's gonna play. He's playing tonight. They're all playing tonight. Everybody's playing. Kyrie's gonna play and Luke's gonna play. And they're all playing. Um, but yeah, I mean that does speak to it, if you if you don't think he's having an exceptional year, you're you're just a hater. And and there are people out there that don't that don't think Luca is uh like the MVP and, and he may not be, but he's having a great year. Boy, he's uh he I think he's a value right now, or though had been. Like he was like plus nine hundred on MVP odds or something like that just last week. And I mean, look, the fact that not just the supporting cast, let's just narrow it down to Lively and Kyrie. That defense is completely different or had been, you know, things may change now that Gafford's here and some different things, but that defense completely falls apart when Derek Lively's out of the lineup. And when Kyrie Irving's out of the lineup, the offense just doesn't function very well either, other than when Tim Hardaway Jr. has his random 40-point output. But you're talking about 22 games where Kyrie's dealing with a dysfunctional or, or Lucas dealing with a dysfunctional offense, 18 games where they can't do anything defensively. It's I, I think that Lucas got probably his strongest case at this point for an MVP in any of the seasons that he's had. The Grant Williams smear campaign continues. This is from uh, Tim McMahon. People within the Mavs were turned off by Grant's yapping and he was reportedly not in good shape. Quote, I would say one of the ways that Grant Williams rubbed people the wrong way, the yap, yap, yapping, obviously, that's kind of part of it with him, which it's charmingly obnoxious if he's productive and it's grating when he's not. But he did not report in good shape, and Grant Williams not in good shape is a is not a good defender. No, that, that that's not a good thing. Um, he's been pretty decent in Charlotte. Yeah. And I wonder if that's like – if so, there was something wrong. Sometimes resets can be good for everybody. Like it can be one of those win-win trades where it's good oh, for it's, KP. Like you know, Porzingis seemed to do okay after he left. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good. And I mean, honestly, Spencer Dinwiddie came here and and got a reset and played well here when he got here from Washington. Mm-hmm. And so it it absolutely can work. But yeah, Grant Williams now three games in. Charlotte's three and zero. Oh, he's seventeen points a game, seven and a half rebounds. <laughs> <laughs> now we usually do this when players leave here. We did it with KP. Sure. Oh, what's wrong with the coaching? Why couldn't we get that out of him? You know, Porzingis yeah. is going to go flourish somewhere else. Are we going to go ahead and blame the Mavs or continue to blame Grant? Because he is pu- the public enemy right now. He is. Uh, look, I mean, some guys aren't fits. And that's okay. It's like. It, and by the way, we're also not going to blame the Mavs if Gafford right. and P.J. Washington pan out. I mean, it could be a win-win for both. Like, if you, Charlotte could have been like, like, is Grant Williams playing better for Charlotte than P.J. was? Like, are they having the same conversation in Charlotte? Oh man, thank God we got rid of PJ. Look what we got here now. I, I have no idea. I'm not, I don't listen to, to, to T Bone and whatever their names are. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, it's like I, th- I think this is this is a good reset. This turned out to be a good. Yeah, you, know, you made the you made the signing to Grant. You didn't like it, and you didn't make the mistake of doubling down with it and sticking with it. No, you got rid of him. You moved on. You got somebody that you think is better. Charlotte gets somebody they think is better, and it's a win win for everybody. It works out. Yeah, I, I think that. It's a good question, though, that routinely guys leaving here and flourishing. I don't know how much of it you can put on coaching versus it really seems to matter in the NBA when guys get like cold, like just new scenics and and, and it's a change of scenery. And when that new happens, what? new scenics, like when you when you just change your scenery. I so, not heard scenics. I had either. I thought he said something else. I was like, what's scenic? 
He's what getting high on himself say? now because in the last hour, somebody told us that we're doing homeschooling as well. So he wants to show them that they're making the right making decision. Making the right decision. Yeah. Showing yeah. off those words. Look, I'm New so- scenics. I, I'm socially awkward, but statistically, I'm smarter than you. Okay? So, I mean, <laughs> well, that, that wasn't a statistic. It's, 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 it's a trade-off. That was vocab, uh, moron. So, <laughs> no, um, I, I, I think that pretty consistently we see over the years that, okay, Dinwiddie comes to Dallas and look, oh, he all of a sudden starts playing a lot better. Porzingis moves on. I don't think that that's a coaching thing. I think it's just like, oh, I get to hit the reset. I get a fresh start. I get to kind of be the man. There's general positivity whenever any new player comes into any new team. And so I think it's more about culture than it is coaching issues. Here's the breaking news out of the NBA. Pistons center Isaiah Stewart was arrested. They arrested him for the assault last night. He punched Drew Eubanks from the Phoenix Suns hours before they played. Phoenix police said that Stewart, I think Stewart is the one who like tried to go after LeBron. Like he was running full court to try to go get LeBron. He was issued a citation and released um, before the game. The altercation happened, Eubanks said from the Suns, as he was coming into the arena. He said an argument started and they were chest to chest before Stewart threw the punch. Security intervened and Eubanks said he was fine for the game, though police said he suffered a minor injury. He did play. He had six points and eight rebounds in 18 minutes. The Sun said the attack on Drew Eubanks was unprovoked. And acts of violence such as this are unacceptable. We unequivocally support Drew and will continue to work with local enforcement and the NBA. So they arrested Isaiah Stewart for this. Yep, here it is. Involved in a LeBron on-court altercation in 2021. Stewart got suspended for two games. LeBron for one. So if you just type the letter I and the letter S into Google, it the first thing that pops up is Isaiah Stewart, which 24 hours ago. Or, yeah, that's how Google works. How, no, I know, <laughs> but like you would think that anything more than that, like I, that he would not have been Googled that many times in in, in a day. But I mean, come on, you can't you can't be doing this. No, fights yeah, fights, you, you, yeah, you you can't assault people. You no. can't you can't punch them in the face. Um, that's. That's something that generally you, the law. Yeah, generally they're not. Gonna yeah, but a lot of times that. we don't get arrests like this. We no, hear we about right. someone going into another locker room and Shaq and Charles making right. fun of it or someone swinging. You know, what usually happens in the arena or on the floor stays there, right? You're yeah. not getting hockey arrests or anything like that for goons beating each other yeah. up. Doesn't happen. Pre-game, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe it played into it. I don't know. Because uh, I mean, on the floor. Yeah, I, I would think it definitely had to play into it that it was pre-game. Also, um, just being in Phoenix, maybe. Like like, like being in their neck. I'm just saying, it's it's oh. something that you're assaulting a home team player. I don't know oh, if that's yeah. different. Like, if this happens in Detroit, he probably doesn't get arrested, I would guess. 877-881-1053, truckart.com text line. Kyle Shanahan is just trending every day. Not for the right reasons. People think he screwed up the overtime coin toss. There's NFL Films audio coming out of Mahomes being like, oh, you want the ball? Go ahead. Take the ball. Uh, he fired Steve Wilkes yesterday. Is he making Steve Wilkes the scapegoat? And Choppy, you have an idea on who should replace Wilkes. This is a, uh, it's a no-brainer. It's Bill. It's Bill. That's our next D.C. And if you don't want to go Bill, maybe you go with Rabel. I don't know. I'm not a fan of Rabel as a D.C. He was D.C. one year in the NFL. Houston, they happen to be ranked 32nd in the NFL. And as, at latest check, there's 32 teams in the league. Um, but seriously, like, 
if you're Shanny, do you, do you make a call? Does Bill make a call? Like, if he asks if he wants to run the defense for one year, steal a ring, stay in the coaching. Stay in the coaching world. Don't leave. The moment you leave, I know Bill is not going to get forgotten. Stay in the scenic. But stay in the scenic, absolutely. <laughs> uh, if I and if I and if I'm Bill, what was I the want, word? It was scenics. Like, scenics. Like, scenics. Like, like different scenes. Stay in the scenics. <laughs> like if I'm Bill, I want to stay in the game. I want to stay in the game most I can. Get out of the game. I think it's tough for a coach at that age. You know, especially with football, you just lose. If he goes there, I think he's got a better chance of being a head coach next year than 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 if not. Than if he's sitting out. And if Shanahan says no because he's an insecure little pea brain, then he doesn't deserve to win ever. But that's what I'm doing. If I'm Bill, I'm stealing a ring, I'm gonna do that. It's simple. It's simple. You got a you got a ready made to win team. You got a free quarterback, and you got a defense with a lot of playmakers. I mean, Shanahan has helped the opposing team steal rings three different times now. Right. So I don't know how much he's yeah. that, that'll change. And aren't but, they close, why, but, Shanahan and Bill? Uh, I don't know. Why, why why is it such a difference in San Francisco? Like I understand San Francisco is a better opportunity, but like why is it? Why why were we so dismissive of like Belichick would never do that here, but like he would do that in San Francisco? I just would think he would never do that anywhere. He might not. He might not. I'm just saying that's what I would do. If I was him, I would just like they're they're so close to winning. Like go steal a ring. The more man. and more days that go by, the more and more you understand why Belichick was not hired. As yesterday, the Patriots oh, yeah. Dynasty trailer dropped. I think it's coming out tomorrow on Apple TV. Listen to this. In pro football, nobody's entitled to anything. You have to go out there and earn it. I was pretty intent on proving myself. We were going to determine the future of football in New England. The Patriots are Super Bowl champions! First dynasty of the century. This game is like a narcotic. You're chasing that forever. Breaking news right now. Spygate. Deflategate. Aaron couldn't separate himself from that dark side. team won enough to become the villain we worked for bill but we played for tom bill tore brady's head completely off there's things that are done that can't be undone i was just trying to hold it together the best i could this team will be scrutinized celebrated for as long as the game of football is played it's clear from this tom was never going back to play with bill the emotional bridge was burned. Matthew Slater, who's an all-time Patriot Belichick guy, said that playing for Bill was brutal. Gronk apparently went into his parking spot in the morning and was scared to get out of his car, did not want to go into work. Wes Welker compared Brady to an abused dog for continually going back to work for Belichick. So we're going to hear a lot of these stories yep. coming out starting tomorrow. It, it looks like that... that- Got really bad. You got Belichick in this. You got Brady. You got Goodell. Craft. Um, Craft is in this. And there was like the, they used the word dictatorial style in which he ran the Pats. And Bill's not, he's never really shied away from that. He's even said like he, that playing for him is not for everybody. It almost is like he wore as a badge of honor. The Patriots dynasty, I've, uh, I've come up with a new overall opinion on this. Belichick, Brady, blah, blah, blah. It was not Belichick's genius. It was not Tom's ability. It was Tom's ego that allowed this whole dynasty. Any other guy who broke sooner or was like, I'm not taking this or reacted more negatively, wasn't just the perfect team sponge and took it and soaked it up, it would not have happened. That's why it happened, because of Tom Brady's personality. 
Not his ability, not his skill, not Belichick's genius. That was the number one reason because this would have blown up with anyone else, basically. I don't think you're wrong. I don't, I don't think you're wrong. I mean, he, you know, nobody followed a game plan better with, with more to a T than Tom Brady. He never, he never deviated from it. He was totally fine. Hell, fine. Four yards, I'll take it. All right. Totally fine. The poll question, every commercial break, Bobby's updating us. Like, the topic that has taken over the morning show. It started in the payload, and then we will introduce you to Mike Zimmer, the Cowboys' new DC, but we'll tell you about the unofficial poll question taken over. Sean and RJ, next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You can meet the, you will meet the, well, you'll hear, the Dallas Cowboys' new defensive coordinator, Mike Zimmer, coming up 840 in below the belt here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. We got Peyton and Rai Rai in the back. We are live on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. Thank y'all for being Tolos. That stands for turn it on, leave it on. And um, Vern Lundquist is calling it a career. He's going to do his 40th Masters. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he is going to hang it up. Yeah, we'll see Vern on the 16th hole at the at, at Augusta this year, uh, second week of April, and that will be it. That will be uh, he'll call it a day. Cowboys voice. Cowboys voice for a long time was he WFAA? Yeah, he's the one that Nick Eatman told that story about. A caller called and said, "Hey, they're going to trade up and get Tony Dorsett tomorrow." I saw his jersey at the uh, dry cleaners, and Vern went, <laughs> "All right, crazy guy," and then hung up on him. And then they did. They went and they got did. Tony Dorsett. Uh, but it's uh, you know, Vern Vern has a has a voice that uh, is resonates with like SEC fans, and he's been gone for that for a couple of years. And then obviously, Masters fans, and he has done a great job. Some of the great, amazing calls because he's, he's been on the 16th hole forever. And I think the, he's really good. Yeah, like he it, golf is the perfect sport for him because it's at his age, it's slow enough where like he can he doesn't have to you know call a football game. And, yeah, uh, he's got he, some all time college football calls, and he he does. He has some all time college football calls. Uh, but he again, he had stopped doing that. And now he's just doing the Masters and his, like his. The, does he the, live or, here? Uh, I don't know where he. I don't know lives. if he does currently. He obviously used to. Let me look here. I'll look it up. Um, but the I don't think you're gonna be able to just easily look that. Oh, up. I think I can. RJ's our stalker. He already <laughs> found Peyton's landlord. <laughs> okay, you're challenging me again. That not just on this. You're challenging me moving forward to stalk everyone. That's what you're, that's what you're inviting from me. What was the other stalk? Challenge? No, I'm just saying you're you're just inviting me to stalk people now because you're telling me I don't do it as well as RJ. Now I'm gonna have to. Oh, okay. 
Um, so congratulations to Vern Lundquist on a Hall of Fame legendary career. Going to be calling his 40th and final Masters. Tiger Woods giving up the TW logo. Apparently says, mm-hmm. I don't want it anymore after he left Nike. Yeah, so he left Nike and he has gone on to TaylorMade. And I assume Nike owns the rights to the logo. Steamboat, Steamboat, Steamboat Springs, Springs, Colorado is where he lives. That's right. Yep. Yeah, he lives in a uh, four and a half ba- uh, house with five bedrooms, four and a half bath, over 6,800 square feet. <laughs> Yep, there you go. Very nice. Um, is that for real? Yeah, I'm dead serious. Yeah, so he has uh, <laughs> the new logo is pretty cool. It's got uh, it looks it looks like a tiger running, uh, as opposed to just the TW on the hat. Uh, so that's gone. He's now with TaylorMade. RJ says we uh, you don't pour one out. We need to pop one in for the second greatest breakfast food of all time. This guy passed away. Yes, this guy, the Pop Tart guy, the guy who invented the Pop Tarts, Bill. Post, William Bill Post has passed away at the age of 96. Posty. One of the most, one of the most iconic inventions of all time. Greatest, greatest breakfast food invention since the scrambled egg. And that wasn't really invented. That was just made. This is an invention. Name me a better invention of the breakfast. You had. Do, Do we include like stuff you can buy at a fast food place? Not just stuff you can make at home. Because um, to me, if I think like classic breakfast, I think the Egg McMuffin. Uh, yeah, okay, I understand. I'm not talking about for like uh, something that's mass produced, like not not yeah. in your pantry. In your pantry, like there's nothing. There's nothing that comes close to this. You could buy a pop tart, like cereal. I mean, I, I, it's would cereal, you put, cereal's better. You're not gonna put cereal over a pop. I mean, pop tart over a cereal. It depends on what kind. Brown sugar, cinnamon. Uh, then then my, then I might. Uh, and it depends on what kind of cereal. And it depends on what precedes cereal. Frozen waffles, those are pretty good. Frozen waffles are great. But how long before those go bad? I don't know. They're I know frozen, a Pop-Tart. So not easily. I know a Pop-Tart, you keep in the pantry for up to 75 years. Like a Twinkie. And the taste is still the same. These things are amazing. The fact that you can get all that in a box and it will last decades on yeah. decades on decades. Bill Post, great man, not all heroes wear capes, dies at the age of 96 of another Pop-Tart. Pop-Tarts are great. Uh, now, the, depending on what the flavor is, is how I decide if I'm going to toast it, put it in the fridge, or eat it just room temperature. Because they all, have, you got to eat them all differently depending on what flavor Which they ones are. do you put in the fridge? Uh, the uh, hot fudge Sunday ones. Ooh. You put those in the fridge. They're like uh, a nice little cold treat. I think it's one, though. I think it's a breakfast thing that you can eat at any time of day, too. Of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a fruit snack. It's a fruit snack, yes. Pepe? I go with the strawberry. Got to toast it, though. Heat it up, strawberry. I'm okay with not toasting any of them, and it's got to be a fruit one. Yeah. No chocolate, no fudge, no none of that. I t- I'll take the brown sugar cinnamon one in, uh, like, when I, I, I mix in my hot chocolate, mm-hmm. uh, the the soda hot chocolate with yes, the sir. coffee, I'll dip the, the brown sugar ones in there. 877-881-1053 is the truckwreck.com text line. Okay, we'll update the okay. question that is taken over the morning show from the payload. Uh, I think this had to do with Peyton's water heater going out post-Valentine's Day activities, and we were like, what did you do? And he's like, well, I didn't shower. Obviously, I don't have running hot water. Mm. And then Bobby proceeded to be disgusted. Right. And then you and I were surprised and disagreed. We're surprised and disagreed because Bobby was like, after uh, relations, (laughs) Bobby says you have to shower. You can go to bed with it. That's fine. You have to shower when you wake up. Well, I think a lot of people shower in the morning anyway. And but they we should, don't. They should look if you want to. If you want to use the wet wipe, 
in the instant aftermath. Yeah. Go, I'm too tired. I'm too drunk. Maybe. Uh, fine. Wipe that away with your uh, with your wet wipe. But then the very next morning, you have to shower. You are telling me that you will go. Then you'll go into this morning show, spread eagle like you are right now. Then go work out with it and not shower till noon. That is is not good. It's it, I, I just you don't, got twenty four hours and you and you, igno- you acknowledged a morning a morning itch occasionally. Occasionally, <laughs> you, occasionally you might get. It's like uh, you know there might be a little bit of a of, of a different. Yeah. Absolutely, but that does not mean that you have to do it right away or even the next morning. If I'm going to go to the gym at 10:30, why would I shower you, at 4 a.m.? Do you do, you do your oh, own man, laundry? Imagine that after the gym. <laughs> do you do you your own about laundry? Sawdust. Yeah, you do your own laundry. I do my own. Well, we all. I, I do the laundry for the house. Thank God, because that would just be brutal if it's, you're making not, Sarah you know, wash I, that I, I after who, the gym. And I don't everything know who else. you're with. It's not disgusting. Whoa! What is it's that? Not disgusting. Oh. It's, it's no, ver- it's very clean. It's, it's She's very clean. That's not the that's oh, not the baby. question. That's not the question, Bonte. The question is, you're you're talking about <laughs> all of was. the different natural lubricants and such that uh-huh. then mix together with then just the day living. Yeah, you don't just true. let that go into the afternoon. It is. It is a. It that's is, disgusting. I, Ryan Ryan has adjusted his thing. He said on looks alone, I'm the the dirtiest looking one. But he said. In reality, I'm the cleanest, and you are now at the bottom. I do job. not need to uh, wipe off the pheromones. All right, it's it, it, it is it is a badge of honor. All right, it is a trophy. <laughs> Every single day, we're not disgusting. You do that. Tell them what she texted you. You told she me said, in the she, she texted. She goes. Could you imagine what our water bill would be like if we did that after every time we share? Wow. You'd be like Peyton calling right. the landlord saying it's broken. Let me set the rules here. Mm-hmm. Um, at night, and I'm talking about like 8.30, 9.30, especially if you've already showered. Man, you do not have to shower right after that, that night. I agree with Bobby. You cannot let it get to the next, by, by the next afternoon, you have to have showered. Sure, I'll shower at noon today. You have to. That I'll is shower. into the Is that acceptable? Though. No, because he goes to the, the gym and then like. The, uh, yeah, I remember the to... gym. Oh, my gosh. Like people are talking about. And the sauna. Ew. <laughs> That's what he said. He said he gym <laughs> saunas, lets the steam emanate in there and then just <laughs> pass on to everyone else. <laughs> that sauna. <laughs> you are gross. That, that sauna, might kill it. I got, I got, I got news for you. That sauna, 24-hour fitness in Southlake. There's a there's a steady bo smell in there. Clean that up, man. It's okay, just you, terrible. I promise. That's not, not the steady me. bo there smell. That's a you, bo child. smell. When you Are you saying there. that he had to have showered before coming into the show this morning? Yes. Okay, it's, it's not never going to happen. That either do it last night or do it in the morning. If you don't, don't have do time to do night. either, then so you I, and Kristen both shower. You eat you eat a bowl of cereal, then you both shower. No, no, no. Like I said, if you go to bed that night, that's fine. I will. I, I may shower that night. I may rinse off. I don't know. It just depends. But definitely the next morning. If I didn't do it the night before, I will wake up early the next morning and shower. I think it's a little rude. I think what I think, <laughs> what I think, I think, I think is rude. rude what's, what's what I rude? think is rude is letting me know about the cheese that exists There's, on your region, and I, you sit in here like whoa, this every day true. now. And now get I understand why Ryan, this, he, Ryan, this, get this is chop. This is chop in shorts, in shorts without having wash, just sitting up here like this every morning, just like that. And now I understand the stench that exists in this Robert, studio. Listen, it's, I, think it's a I told rude. you he was grimy. This I, think, is I think it's a little rude. I think it's a little rude to shower it off. This is I think it's a little rude the next morning to get up, or even that night, that night to, to wet, finish the act, get up, <laughs> get up, finish the act, get up and shower. 
I, that's a little rude. Uh, no, if you, if your, you, too, your stuff is too disgusting. This is the this, this is the most controversial debate we've ever had on the Fantex, where half of the people are like, you. You're telling me this is 50-50? This, this is you wimps who are, or Bobby, you're a wimp. You got to do this. You're you're you're, you're soft. No. And then the other half going choppy. You are the most disgusting human on earth. No, man. If you <laughs> if you wait too long. Things are going to develop. Yes, negatively. Yeah, if you wait and then too just long, like for sure. I mean, Absolutely. just knowing and saturation and walking. I mean, it has to be done probably as soon as you go. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna wake up at three a.m. three thirty unless I'm, it's like real bad. I'm not. And yeah. then, but, but as soon as I get home, yes, it has to be done. Otherwise, it's going to cost you. It is going to cost you. Well, here, we'll, we'll test it with me. I won't shower all day today. I'll bring back the report tomorrow morning. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> And we'll see what what grows and develops. Well, I mean, that is dedication for the show. That I don't is, know if we can show everything on the fan cam. We'll have to blur some stuff out. But I mean, I, I think I think we should do it. That is dedication for the show. <laughs> so you showered yesterday at your parents before your date Valentine's yeah, like, dinner at like three o'clock. Okay, uh, that's fine. You showered at three o'clock yesterday. That's fine. And then you went and you had a moment, yeah, with your lady. And I don't think you were needed or required. To go immediately rinse it off, yeah, or but, even rinse it off. But then he's not going to shower today. Now that that that's a problem. You got to shower every day. Well, I'm doing it for the show, then. Okay, that's right. I don't it's think you have show. to shower every day, by the way. Well, yeah, if you don't if you don't go anywhere, like if you don't go anywhere, yeah, yeah fine. Two one four. Choppy has mushrooms growing on his stuff down there. <laughs> listen, listen. OJ I do fun have, guy. I do have listen, not I, fun, I'm a guy. fun guy. I do have <laughs> with fun an guy. eye. I do have fun guy growing down there. It's a completely different kind of fun guy. All right, it is, and I've had that before. I've got that fixed. They're Why do you old. think you've had it before? Because I'm an athlete, Robert. <laughs> I'm an athlete! Out of the range. I get jock itch. Oh, I get yes, jock I itch. know. This is what the whole debate is about. That's why you have it. Right. No, I don't have it because like, of that. Well, last KMC at 940 Gross. in Crosstalk. I can't wait to see Bassick's face for that. Sean, RJ, and Roberto, truckwreck.com. Sorry, truckwreck.com text line, but... I'm sorry, Franklin Franco, but it has never been more lit than this. 877-881-1053. Meet the Cowboys' new defensive coordinator, and the NFL season just ended, but Bobby has Super Bowl and MVP odds for next year. That's already out. That's next. In- <laughs> Should we say below the belt after Might that? Well. Below the belt right here on the fan. The great Bobby Belt. You ruined the morning show. Don't make me take off my belt. Don't make me no, take off no, my belt. We're not. Mike Zimmer officially is your Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator. More on that in just a second here in Below the Belt. Brought to you by Johnson Fitness and Wellness Home Fitness Equipment Stores. But this segment has carried over because we ran into Chicoline in the hall from LaGrande. And we had to get his takes on this situation. So Chicoline, <laughs> carrying over the topic from last segment. Uh... RJ Choppy says no need for him to shower until noon the next day after he's been with his lady. And you side with me on this. Yes. Got to yes. clean up. You, you have to, man. You have to. <laughs> but but then again, it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> no. Because you guys don't wash your hands when you come out of the bathroom. Here I do. I do. So. I do. <laughs> it it doesn't surprise me. It, I, I, look, we have a rule at La Grande. I don't shake any of y'all's hands. None of you. Bobby, yeah, Bobby, yeah, maybe. But you you, you two? I watch. Never. Wait, would you rather me just throw some water on it and give you the courtesy <laughs> rinse? Is that what I, you want? Dude, I mean, I mean. If you, I don't pee on them, why am I so watching? So you're telling me you, you wake up early for your morning show. You, you and the wife, she's feeling a little frisky. Nine o'clock at yeah. night after right. you're shutting it down for the day. Yeah. You have fun. You do your thing. 
you are going right in the shower that night no. or in the no, morning? No, I've done the whole just polar bear, like just roll over and just pass out. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. But yeah. before I come to the station, oh, well, yeah. I yes. have to shower. You know what time is it? 8 o'clock. Yeah. Touch Bobby's yes. hand. Yes. I have to. You yeah. show up at 8 o'clock. We get hey, here at 4 yeah. hey, It doesn't matter. Right. Yeah, it totally matters. Chop, show, mean, show Chicoline how you sit in here. Show him with the leg. He sits like, like this after he I tells mean, us I this. Can, I can just, just imagine how this fogs up. Bobby, it's like the Man. cartoons. Remember the cartoons with like the white smoke is just going up your nose? <laughs> it's like, how gross is, is what you guys are dealing with? No, no it's no, just gross. Natural, no, but no. you can't just for let one, that For one, when you have sex, it gives off a scent. Yeah, right. Exactly. Number one. Number yes, one. And that's absolutely. just and that's just like your arms and your shoulders. I embrace it. Oh man. What do you think Christina would have said? I was just talking with Christina. About Bocado, the place uh, you took us uh, to, um, you think she would think we're gross right now? No doubt. Right? I don't know, man. When it comes to that stuff, yeah. I, think, I think she's crazier than we are. Yeah. <laughs> All right, get out. Armando Chicoline the right. with the oh, he fist pumped Bobby twice. Yeah, because I washed it. mine. <laughs> here, 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 chop right there. Just, just pop some of that down there when you put your leg up. Uh, it is below the belt, and uh, Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer, you could hear that press conference right here on 105 Through the Fan yesterday at 2 o'clock. He was, uh, he was really good. And the number one question we asked John Mashota yesterday morning at 8 o'clock was, hey, what, what's the top issue you want to know about? And he said, I want to know about how he's going to use Micah Parsons. That, that's the big thing that's on my mind. How, is, how are you going to implement your best player? So Mike Zimmer was asked, what are you going to do? with Micah Parsons. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously he's a terrific player. You know, you watch him on, on tape and he makes uh, some unbelievably athletic plays. Uh, you know, at this point in stage right now, I'm trying to figure out, get the coaches in here, and then we can sit down. One, of, I think one of the strengths that I've always had is to look at players and, and kind of have a vision for each player and then try to figure out how we can use them in the best way. Um, one of the things I would hate to do right now is to tell you how I'm thinking about playing him without talking to him and letting, letting him think, okay, this is what we're thinking about doing with you, Micah. Um, I don't think I should tell you guys first before I tell him. It's fair. Fair point. Uh, is it a little surprising at all? I, and I don't know. Are you surprised at all he hasn't picked up a phone and talked? We always say that. Like, well, you haven't even talked to your quarterback yet? Why, why hasn't this guy been hired? He's a, any any surprise that he hasn't at least had, like, a phone call with Micah before he stood up there in front of the media? No. I don't have a problem with it. I, I like just, it, kind of. I do, too. He, you, it's you, like letting the girl don't know. Don't let like, him feel entitled. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, you're, you're, another, you're another female. <laughs> exactly. You're, 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 you you're, are. You're another player. Yeah. Like I want, I want this guy coming in here and making everyone. I think he's going to be so great for Micah. Not, really? not just. I, okay, here's what I'll say. He will either be great for Micah, or, or I Micah requests a trade. I think you'll get long term answers about Micah. You, you'll understand if that's the guy that you want to pay with Zimmer here. Like I think Zimmer here will show you like where is the maturity, is the growth possible? Man, okay. Uh... This is tough because, like, Mike is such a rarity. He is. He is a freak. I'm not letting Mike Zimmer dictate whether or not I resign Mike. No, 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 Mike no, no, no. Again, don't don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not saying like, oh, pick Mike Zimmer over Mike Parsons. I'm saying Mike Zimmer's coaching style here. Enter Mike with Micah entering year four and coming into an age where you'd expect some some growth and some some maturity and some responsibility if you don't see that under Zimmer's coaching style i think that tells you okay this this might not be a fit ultimately or this, it just this, won't happen yeah, ultimately yeah 
And, and so then at that point, you have to say, okay, well, good. That gives us the answer about now we can make a, a, a decision on is this the type of guy we want to pay $35 million a year to? And as a player, he absolutely is. It's just you got to you, you wonder about the, the culture fit. At so times. PFF tweeted this out. If the Cowboys are looking for a blueprint on how to beat the 49ers, the Chiefs defense showed it. Casey generated nine unblocked pressures in the Super Bowl. Mike Zimmer's calling card, the double-A blitz package, the double-A blitz package could yield similar results. Orlovsky was talking about this double-A gap blitz being the trend throughout the league. So mm. what is this exactly? So it's the uh, the A gap are, are the gaps on either shoulder of the center. So the double-A gap blitzes are linebackers, two linebackers, basically standing over either shoulder and rushing. And so, so it's why is be- that the new... Because uh, generally, that's why, you know, whenever we see defensive tackles like Chris Jones and Aaron Donald becoming more valuable and things like that, it's because of how quickly. If you can win right there in the A-gap in terms of win at the line of scrimmage, you're in the quarterback's face immediately. Like, how often do we see guys like Patrick Mahomes who are able to roll out, extend plays, and cause trouble? How often do we see that, you know, Aaron Rodgers does the same thing? That's why Rod Marinelli always used to talk about keeping him in the well. Like, don't let him break the pocket. Don't let him get outside. Don't let him do those things. So if you can cause the quarterback to go backwards and immediately get in his face and win faster than coming off of the edge, it's just a huge advantage in stopping a passing game. So if you can generate that pressure directly up the middle, that causes all sorts of problems, not only just for the passing game, but it blows up run games. It's just quicker. You know, it's it's a path of least resistance. So that is little San Francisco hope, according to... PFF. By the way, Mike McCarthy, he was not thrilled with a question he got yesterday about going all in. He's like, thought I was just here to introduce a head coach. So, kidding. He, t- he took offense to mm, a standard question? Wow. Yeah, he did not seem like he loved being up there. It's, sometimes I can't tell whether he hates being up there or gets bothered when like all the questions are directed towards someone else. He also said it was very important for him to be respected and then loved. With all this likability talk about Zimmer, and Zimmer's like, you know, I'm not a jerk, and this and that. McCarthy uh, was asked, you know, about love versus respect, and he said, first, important to be respected, then love. So that was Mike not wanting to touch all the all-in Jerry. I don't don't want to deviate too much, but I I do have to say that when that sort of thing happens, like like when it's like, well, I thought it was up here. Tough. Tough. You blew it. You're lucky to be back here. Sit there and take whatever question you get. You're not allowed to complain about logistics of the job at all this year. I agree. Just get it done and quit being about it. I'm so tired of it. Uh, NFL MVP and Super Bowl odds are already out for next year. We've got the numbers. You want, uh, Sean, you want to start off with MVP or Super Bowl odds? Super Bowl. Okay, Super Bowl odds. Where do you think the Cowboys fall in Super Bowl favorites uh they are tied with detroit and green bay uh they are tied with green bay they're not tied with detroit detroit's above detroit is above here is uh in fact this is when you consider who they're tied with they're tied with two other teams on the odds there are seven teams above them so which I means know, they're but, fringe top 10 all right so i know that san fran is the favorite i think it should be kansas city nailed it san fran but um san fran then Kansas City. Got it. Then would you say Baltimore, RJ? Probably Baltimore, Baltimore Buffalo. Buffalo. Baltimore, Buffalo. This is the top four in a row so far. Detroit. You read my prep email. Congratulations. 
I think Philly's going to be up there. Detroit is tied with Cincinnati at plus 1,200. They're tied for fifth best odds. So that's six teams. So then you have the Cowboys tied. So then you have Miami at plus 1,700, and then tied at plus 2,000, Philadelphia, Green Bay, and Dallas. Bassick has woken up. Dak, MVP favorite or second? So Uh, Mike is up. Good question, Mike. (laughs) Let's go to these MVP odds. By the Uh, way, did... You want to see it? Uh, you want you want to know why Vegas has those buildings? Go take a look where the ones that say Trump on them. Chicago, <laughs> where Chicago is. Oh, on the uh, the, on, on the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl odds. I mean, they are twenty five hundred to one. At least the one I saw yesterday. This one, pro, this one from DraftKings is plus three thousand. So thirty to one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's crazy. So uh, on the NFL MVP odds, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Players ahead of Dak Prescott on the odds. Here they are in order. Patrick Mahomes is thirteen to two, which uh, what is that's what six and a half to one. Six and a half to one. Uh, you got Joe Burrow and Josh Allen tied at second with nine to one. Jordan Love is fourth wow. in MVP odds at ten to one. Fourth on his own ahead of C.J. Stroud at eleven to one, which I think is kind of interesting. I would have thought there'd be a little bit more bullishness on what Stroud had done. Then it's Justin Herbert at 12 to 1, Lamar Jackson 14 to 1, Brock Purdy 16 to 1, and then Dak Prescott at 18 to 1, right ahead of a tie between Aaron Rodgers and Jalen Hurts at 20 to 1. Now what's interesting is you got to go through pretty much every quarterback in the NFL before you get to a non-quarterback on these rankings. Who do you think is the NFL MVP favorite among non-quarterbacks? Tied with Baker Mayfield at 80 to 1. Wow. Uh not McCaffrey. Tyreek. Boom. Oh, wow. Christian McCaffrey, uh, who is actually behind Kyler Murray, Kirk Cousins, Justin Fields, Jared Goff, 50 to 1. Is that surprising to you with how he played? 50? 50 to 1. That's, 50 to 1. Sounds like good value. I mean, if you think, if you look at the, the quarterback of the number one seed, is probably going to get it. If, Detroit if you, could be yeah. in contention. If, yeah, if you just look at that, Detroit could be in contention. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's an option. Like, I think it's interesting. Like 50 to 1, it's good value. 50 to 1 with Anthony Richardson at 40 to 1. Richardson, who didn't even play much this season. <laughs> I mean, look, he's just, he's, he's, he's just etern- eternally, yeah, he's, he's known, he's, he's eternally disrespected in golf, so it's just like, it doesn't make, it makes sense why he's 50 to 1. Some of the uh, other interesting notes off of this, Caleb Williams is 100 to 1. That's uh, even with Bryce Young and Geno Smith, as well as Justin Jefferson. Is he, the- clear- is he clearly the rookie of the year favorite? Um. Yeah, I would think so. Just naturally, wherever he goes. Now, no, he's asking you what Vegas says. Oh, I don't have the rookie. I'm, I, don't, I don't have the rookie yeah, of the year favorite. He, the he's the top MVP. He's the top rookie on the MVP odds, so he would have to be rookie of the year favorite. I would guess. Uh the only defensive player listed on these rankings. Well, there's two of them tied though. Micah Parsons at two fifty to one, tied with his arch nemesis, T.J. Watt. Who, of course, yeah. they've had their their little mix-up lately. Did you guys play that yesterday? No, we did not play that yesterday. Mr. Overrated, TJ Watt? See, this is, this is you and Micah. Just, uh, 920, just, maybe we have to do this at 920. Just reading Football Outsiders and nothing else. Uh, but uh, Micah Parsons is, is, is tied there with J.J. McCarthy and Michael Penix on the MVP odds. So, can get a little value there, maybe, with Jared Goff. Below the belt right here on DFW Sports Station. Did Taylor Swift get Kanye kicked out of the Super Bowl and is Travis Kelsey the drunkest championship parade audio of all time? Get ready to laugh and spill your coffee. Final hour Thursday edition is next. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.